Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, there's another podcast or 30 minute talk. I wouldn't call it a podcast, it's mainly just me ranting to myself half the time and with the occasional listener. I'm glad you're here stepping into the chaos that is my mind, but you know, everybody's got a battle. Do you fuck with the war? Anyway. I want to talk about... What do I want to talk about today? Um, Self-control. Discipline. Your inner being. Some spiritual stuff. Spirituality. What's been on my mind? What's been on my mind? Lesbians. Lesbians have been on my mind. But I don't know if that's PC to talk about. Because... I don't want to get cancelled. But... Who could cancel me? I'm just a regular guy. Like, I don't have anything. Like, so what are you going to cancel? You know what uh, really pisses me off about them, though? Like, for real, for real? It's like... Because I've talked to enough to know it's bullshit. It is. Like... And then don't get me started on bi people. Like, bi's. Like, really? Pick a fucking side. Like, just pick a side. Nobody cares. What are you... What are you... What are you... Like, celebrating the fact that you don't have any self-control so i guess i will be talking about self-control today and self-discipline <laughs> you see how that looped around i told you it was chaos but um what bothers you about lesbians devin um why date a girl who looks like a guy when you can just date a guy like what's the deal with that i don't know uh i i'm afraid to ask them because they don't know how to look within themselves for an answer which is yeah i said it whatever um yeah they just they wear their emotions on their sleeve so it's like out because i'm genuinely curious i'm just like why they a girl that looks like a guy but still a girl when you can just get a guy i get why she's dating a girl because she's gay but you're just wasting her time like what are you doing and then like as a girl dressing like a guy trying to be a guy do you identify as a guy because if i put myself in that position like me having no penis dating a girl and then me wanting to be a guy but having no penis dating a girl who is dating a girl who looks like a guy i would be like no she's gonna cheat on me with a guy because that's I'd be insecure. It's like, uh, what, what, what is it you want? Because what you want isn't what you got. It's dressed up as what you would like, but it's not what you got. It's kind of like slapping a Tesla sticker on a on an old beat up Honda. It's like you could dress it up, but it's not the same. You know what I'm saying? Like the the inner workings are different and it's not i don't know they'll figure it out they got each other two brains are better than one just yeah whatever i guess i'll answer my own question they're just you know grabbing on to anything that'll let them float i'll never understand it gay dudes gay dudes what's up with gay gay dudes make me sad especially the loud ones because to me 
I, I firmly believe your sexuality is not your personality. And oftentimes, like, I'll just be talking and all of a sudden it's like they have to bring out the sexuality. And it's like, we were just talking about politics, dominoes, and sports, and all of a sudden you're screaming out you want penis at the top of your lungs. Like, that's a mental issue, bro. Like, I can't be around a group of women and just be like, I want tits. Like, after having a nice discussion about the book we just read. Like, what the hell just happened? Like, are you a, a predator? Like, am I not allowed to call that out? Like, where's my drink? Did somebody spike it? What's going on here? Anyway. Yeah, it's a... How, how you have sex is not you. And at a certain point, it, it, it scares me because... To be so detached. And I saw this with filters on cameras like I noticed this one day I was sitting I was having a party with all my family and my older cousin she was taking selfies but she was putting a filter on and I'm like in my head I'm thinking you know you're naturally pretty like you don't have to throw that filter on and that's when it came to me that everybody is putting on a filter a face a mask and they want they don't like what they see they don't they don't want to accept what they see they don't want to accept reality and when they see it they hurry up and dress it up as what they think it should be and reality doesn't work like that real life doesn't work like that it just is like if you if that's your face that's your face learn to love your face like if that's your body that's your body learn to love your body you can't like chop at it put plastic in it just plastic surgery and all these other things you're doing to yourself is not going to help you it's just going to get your soul further away from your vessel and that's all your body is it's just a vessel it's something that your soul is sitting in for on average of 70 years if you're a black man 80 years if you're a white man like you're wasting half your life denying the truth and then when you finally accept it you're going to look back at all the dumb shit you did and be like why was I so lost and it's because you just refuse to accept who you are okay Devin you're spewing a lot of hate you're you're this is all hate speech it's not it's help speech it just you hate yourself that's why it's cutting you it's not cutting me if I was listening to myself speak right now and telling I had to look in the mirror and just accept who I am as a person accept all the bad I did and when I did that I realized I had no fucking clue what I was doing with my life I was faking like I had control I was acting like I had control but I did not have control and that's when it dawned on me nobody has control the whole world is full of people who are faking it, legit faking it. And even if they do have control, they're afraid to say that they have control from fear of the mob cutting them down. Like, I heard a quote yesterday. I forgot who it was from. It was like, one day the world is going to go insane and then it's going to turn on you. 
because they're going to say you're insane because you're not acting like us but they're insane you get it it's like I'm constantly on the outside looking in and that to me you can't fix it you you there's no way in my mind to save groups of people who just react to each other because when the mindset most people are in these days is survival and they're not thinking the next step they're not thinking how the next person next to them thinks it's always how do I get out of what's in front of my eyes how do I get away from what's in front of my eyes it's it's fear it's it's survival you know like when you're an animal and most people have been reduced to animals like that's why all these words hurt that's why different opinions hurt because when you're just surviving and someone tells you the way you're surviving is wrong then you're going to feel some type of way you're going to be like what do you mean i've been surviving like this my whole life and it's until you look in the mirror and see the dirt on your face see all the all the shit you're putting yourself through then you're never going to get out of survival mode you're never going to step back and be like whoa i was living for my body not for my soul and that step back frees you that taking a step back from your body frees you i used to think that when i was younger like feeling so detached and from reality and watching people and seeing how they act I was like this is weird but that detachment helped me survive I just didn't know that it was a gift from God like I didn't know that that feeling of taking a step back within myself surveying the situation and seeing everything for what it actually is is a gift I always felt like I was dying or something (laughs) like but yeah that's that's what people need they need to be able to like take that look in the mirror look at their face their outer face and just see it for what it is it's like that is not you that's just what you're driving the real you inside of you doesn't have a penis doesn't have a vagina it can love it could see it could hear but it doesn't have sex it's it's a soul and you got to operate out of that area not in your not in your outer area not in your flesh and you do that with help from Jesus man it's like driving a NASCAR you're so free going so fast you can go so slow I don't know I don't know how to explain it it's Nirvana I guess it's it's enlightenment that's all you're doing is cutting on your soul cutting on your inner light I used to think enlightenment was some weird path to like Buddha or some shit like but that's the trick that's the trick that's the whole game that's the whole world reduce people to animals don't let them know they have souls don't let them know that they are special and individuals and that just make them think they are what they see and you do that you can control groups of people you can but you got to be a narcissist to do it i mean it's 
groups of people aren't hard to control. You give me a group of like dudes, whoever is the smartest, fastest, quick-witted, the leader. You give me a group of women, who's ever the most underhanded, kind of prettiest, kind of loudest, kind of most assertive, the leader. Group of gay people, whoever's the gayest leader. But all you got to do, even with them, you don't even got to be the gayest. You could just like be a regular dude and still lead them. They'll follow. It, it's people are easy to manipulate. They're really easy to manipulate. The game is the only reason they're easy to manipulate is because they don't know who they are. So you can tell them who they are. You can move them any direction you want to move them because well, what's the ship without an anchor? What's a car that ain't got no driver? I can hop in your car and drive you. I can hop in your head and move around your thoughts and convince you to do all types of stuff. And that's that's the game. Find out who the hell you are and don't let nobody move you. That doesn't mean have a closed mind. That doesn't mean lock all people out. Just be aware that not everyone is on the same level as you. Not everyone has been through what you've been through. And if you're operating out of that mindset where you take a step back and you can actually see things for what it is, then you start to see the hurt people carry. You start to see the pain on their faces. You start to see how they're in survival mode and they don't know any way out. So operating off of that, you got two choices. You could take advantage of them, as most people do, or some people do. Or you can offer them words that'll help them get the hell out of that darkness. And that's what it's all about. Like, I, before, I used to not believe people when they'd be like, oh, I don't see race. I, I don't see race. I don't see color. I, I never believed it. I still don't believe it. But as for me... Well, I don't believe other people when they say it because it's usually in some type of argument setting. Excuse me while I get out of my car. It's usually in some type of argument setting where they're trying to get you to accept their sexual lifestyle, which I already said is bullshit because it's an act. It is an act. And when you think of it like an act, you don't need it to survive. I mean, the species does, but you don't need it. Like, so what do you do with this act? Do you let the, it's, it's a drug addiction. Dopamine, it releases dopamine. That's why we call dope dope because it releases dopamine. And dopamine makes you feel good and it's addictive. So what is sex? It's an act that makes you feel good and is addictive. It's a drug. Now what do you do with drugs? You go cold turkey? You go sober for life? I can't do that. Not with sex. I could if I really put my mind to it. I probably could, but do I want to? Hell no. That's lame. That is lame. But what do you do? You take control of it. You discipline yourself. You you 
you take control of it and discipline yourself. You you stop watching porn. You stop masturbating. And you do that to know that you can do that. Because if you don't know if you can do that, then you're a slave to it. It's kind of like, put it on the same level as crack. If you don't know, if you don't know how to Excuse me. If you don't know how to take a step back from yourself and control yourself, take ownership over yourself, then you're a slave to yourself. And I'm not no slave. I tell y'all, I ain't no fucking slave. The only thing that's going to be controlling me is me. You know what I mean? The only thing that's going to take control of me, that's going to have power over me, is me and I work for God so whenever an order come down I know when an order from God come down because there's nothing evil it's never nothing evil I know my thoughts and I know when the devil tries to sneak thoughts in but as far as my me and mine I control it and there's nothing more freeing than that there's nothing more it's something everyone wants but not everyone gets and it's something that you try to give to people, but they don't want it. Because they would have to kill themselves. They would have to literally take a step back from everything they've ever known. And trust in something unseen. But that's faith. The substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. That is faith. Faith in what? Jesus. Faith in who? Jesus. God. The Holy Spirit. How do you do that as a person? How do you gain control over your urges, yourself? Well, I said earlier, you go in the bathroom, look in the mirror, look at your face, and realize that's not you. That's something you're in. And then you're going to you're going to be like, you, the face I'm looking at, have been fucking up. You've been leading me astray. So I'm going to trust the inner man and I'm going to give it to God and Jesus and let just give him a chance. And then guess what? You're operating out of the spirit because you, you do got two mans. You got an inner man and an outer man and the inner man is stronger. Or the outer man can be stronger. The flesh, the spirit, the flesh, the spirit, pick a side. You can't play both. Because when you play both, one of them's got to die. And the, the spirit can take control of the flesh, but the flesh cannot can take control of the spirit. It can only kill it. But once you kill the flesh, raise it from the dead, there you go. It's operating again, but under my terms. Under a bigger, better, faster, stronger term. I don't know if that any of that makes sense. I really don't. I've been studying, trying to figure out if, if, if anything I'm saying makes sense. If anything I'm saying is real. And it is. 
the more I study, the more I see the world for what it is. It's a battleground of souls versus flesh. Souls versus flesh. And I can tell you guys, the the flesh is winning for right now. You just look around and it's like dudes are chopping up their bodies and putting on dresses and demanding that people call them women. It's like, if that's not a lost soul trapped inside a, a, a demonic flesh, I don't know what is. I really don't. It's like, if I looked in the mirror one day and my body had led me to believe that I was really a woman, even though I see a man, and then I finally, my light gets cut on, I would, I would, I would be filled with so much regret, so much anger towards the people who didn't tell me that I could have this type of mindset, that I could have this type of control if I would have just trusted in myself and God and gave all of the things I see in the mirror up to Jesus. Now, what does that mean? Does it, like, does it mean you got to change your life? Does it mean you got to be a monk? Does it mean you got to be holier than now? Like, no. I don't think it does. It just means that you have a duty now to tell people what it is. And it's exactly that. You work for Jesus. What does that mean? I'm trying to tell you how to beat you. And you are born in sin. What does it mean to be born in sin? Nobody ever tells you. Nobody ever tells you what born in sin means. You're literally, your soul is born in a sinful flesh. That's all it means. It's right there. You're in you. You're driving you. You're behind the face that is you. So, until you figure that out, you're going to be a slave to you. You're going to work for you. You're going to work for the sin outside of you. And these aren't secrets. These are things we've known since the passing of Christ. He's the one that released that to us. He's the one that gave us the ability to be free. And what's scary is that ability is going to leave one day. He says it's going to leave one day. So if you feel like you're running out of time, if you feel like you're missing the bus or missing the train or missing the boat, it's because you are. You essentially are. Your soul knows that you're running out of time. And you just don't know where the bus is. You don't know where, where the ticket is, the golden ticket. You don't know where it's at. And I'm here to tell you where it's at. It's in you. It's inside of you. Specifically, it's in the mirror. Look in the mirror. Or some people don't got to look in the mirror. Some people can do it internally and they'll feel the Holy Spirit wrap over them and hug them and tell them that it's going to be okay. 
tell them that they have control. Tell them that they're loved. Because we're all looking for love. We just don't know where to find it. We don't know where to look. And I guess I got to tell you that it's in you. You just got to trust that it's in you. That he's with you. He's always been with you. Every gut feeling you get. Every every weird urge. Every, every weird intuition you get. That's like, hey, go home. Get the hell out of here. This ain't safe. That's him whispering. There's a reason he says, be still and know that I'm God. You got to be still to hear him. You got to be very still. Because if you're not, then the world gets loud. Like it is right now. All these cars passing by, wind. Just all these moving pieces. And you get swept along with it. But if you could just pull back and survey the situation and look around and be like this is chaos i'm living in even if even successful people recognize that this is chaos the whole world is in chaos and nobody knows what's going on and the people that do know what's going on aren't helping and that pisses me off that makes me angry that when i figured all of this out i was i was i was livid i was Everybody knew this. Everybody knew this was here. And nobody said anything. These preachers, these people on the street, they're all talking in code. And why? Why do I have to suffer? Because they won't have the boss to tell me the truth. I guess they don't want to be hated. Nobody wants to be hated. When Jesus came preaching the truth, he was hated. He was hated because people are afraid of responsibility. They'd rather pass it along. They'd rather ignore it and keep walking down a bad path. Just keep walking. Just keep swimming. But at a certain point, your arms get tired. You look around, there's darkness all around you. And you start looking for a helping hand and everybody else is drowning just like you are. There's nobody to help you. You're just, you're just lost, lost in darkness. But if you're real, real still, real quiet, and you say to yourself, you say to Jesus, like even in your inner voice, your thoughts, you can be like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm lost out here. I'm tired. I'm sad. It's dark. And then boom. Whose hand is that? Jesus would be like, it's mine. I've been waiting on you to reach out. My hand has been here. It's been right here. All you had to do was reach out. All you had to do was ask. That's the trick to being free. It sounds simple, but you got to believe it. Belief.
And it's crazy because I can't, it's not going to be the same as everybody else's because it's tailor-made to you. Tailor-made for your soul, your life, your experiences. And only you can see it. And I guess that's why they speak in code. Because it's hard to tell a person specifically without knowing them how to find God. So at the end of the day, all we can say is he's with you. He's walking with you. He's always been walking with you. You just got to ask him to come in. In Jesus' name, amen.